Hello. Hello. I'm on the balcony smoking a cigarette. <laughs> oh yeah, I hope it's like well, there's not too much noise. It's a lot better than earlier, so at least you're not going to get too much noise. Um, no, no, that's cool. It's it's gangster. It's gangster. Um, I guess we should say this is episode two, isn't it? Yeah. How 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 you feeling about that? This is, this is moving really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess, you know, this is like essentially test run two to hone the way we want this podcast to go because it's early days. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so this is Mental Liberation, episode two. I'm Eddie Slinger. And now I'm Papa Dazzle. I was hoping you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Big Papa. <laughs> I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna be left in the cold now. So. <laughs> no, no, I got it. No, I got it. I got it. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, um, Dan, there's so much to talk about. First of all, Liverpool winning five two. From the last time I looked. Yeah, I know I a lot of Liverpool fans were sweating at the end there, though. There, there was a lot of sweating. Weren't there, like? It was 5 0, and then like they got one goal, and then they got another, they got a penalty as well. But yeah, that's crazy. Like 5 2, like, and pff, uh, what, what, there's nothing more like nothing. I, I, I expected Salah to score, to score, and he scored two. So, I mean, that guy is just incredible. Yeah, but he scored a little bit too much. Now I lost my bet. So. What do you mean? Might have to take a trip up to Liverpool. <laughs> what was your bet? 2-1, Liverpool. Ah, uh, I had that in a Super 6. Yeah, same here. Yeah? Was was that like our first sponsor plug right there? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Sky, if you're out there. <laughs> you want to... <laughs> You you want to save some adverts for your Super Six? Um, yeah, we're we're we're, we're good with that. Yeah, fantasy club or two, you know, just just come our way. Yeah. <laughs> we, we take checks. <laughs> um, yeah, my bet my bet fell through as well. Uh, another Sky plug, Sky bet treble, doing quite often. It was uh, Wigan, Cardiff, and. Liverpool and Liverpool winning, Cardiff were winning, and then Bristol Rovers scored against Wigan. I was like, nah. And then in the end, Derby beat Cardiff, so that messed messed up my bet. Liverpool's the only one that came through, so that was a waste. Who who actually likes Bristol anyway? Like who who who, <laughs> like, who, who actually travels to Bristol? Really? I don't know. Like, I'm not really sure what they do in Bristol, but. Yeah, I could just picture it being like a buckets maker or something, and that's it. Like a, just, a, just a factory of bucket makers. <laughs> I don't think people in Bristol go like that. <laughs> We're gonna have no no listeners from Bristol. Any Bristol list, any Bristol listeners, come through on the show. Let us know what you really make there, because we just pick as buckets. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, um, that kind of comes on to the next subject, which is. Um, questions 
and yeah anything you want to say about the podcast like it's new um we're open to answering any questions and we're open to gaining knowledge about bristol <laughs> <laughs> or aka bucket people i think i'm gonna call them bucket people from now on <laughs> the bristol bucket makers <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna check my buckets in a minute. See if they. <laughs> so it is pissing it down. I'm just luckily I'm covered up by my balcony, but it is pissing it down. Like, what has happened? How did we go from 29 degrees to this? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 so crazy. I can't remember the the hot days. Yeah, I mean. I don't remember it being 29 degrees, but that's what they said this morning. Um, but it's been pretty warm. Lies. And... <laughs> oh, lies. What I can see now is trees swaying and people running in the rain. Well, people, I say one person, I just saw running in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Some crazy motherfucker. <laughs> just, just running by himself. <laughs> yeah, just like, it's really going to stop me. I'm working out now. I don't care if it's nearly 10 o'clock at night and I'm fucking wet <laughs> in the rain yeah like they're loving it some people like running in the rain for some reason like uh, it's not my bag in shorts <laughs> in shorts <laughs> in speedos <laughs> in speedos and probably some new balance trainers <laughs> oh yeah those new balances mate they're good for running <laughs> I ain't never tried them. Is that is that that's is that, that's like the second plug for tonight. I know New Balance. New if you uh, <laughs> you want any promotion, send me some shoes. <laughs> we, I'll try those on. I'll run in the rain for you. We take shoes, vouchers, t-shirts, vouchers. Twenty percent off a New Balance. <laughs> I will name my first child Balance. <laughs> balance Dazzle. That would be that would be my first child's name. New newbie dazzle. <laughs> newbie dazzle. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to the wife. <laughs> oh, so yeah, like, what you been up to? Well, you know, I just hit the gym. Oh, you're good. Hit, <clears throat> hit, you know, hit a few iron. Come back, had some food. I thought it's podcaster. Damn, like, I need to get back in the gym. I've got a dodgy shoulder right now and it will not go away. Like, even though I've not done any gym for about six months, I feel like I've been pushing weights. You got a dodgy shoulder? <laughs> yeah, left shoulder. Who did you Who did you baby powder slap? What's that? Who did you baby powder slap? <laughs> that must have been a hell yeah. of a slap. <laughs> oh, no, I think I pimp slapped someone so hard it pulled my shoulder out. I don't think they're going to recover from that one. Because it took a lot out of me. <laughs> Eddie the slinger in a sling. That's that's uh... <laughs> that's actually where my name came from. You know, pulled my shoulder out. They're like Eddie, <laughs> was the slap worth it? Um, wow, some people just deserve a slap. What can I say? Yeah, I can think of a few. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Always been a fan of R two D two. Always been a fan. 
You've always been a fan of R2-D2. Yeah. <laughs> what, how does that fit into this conversation? <laughs> well, you know, R2-D2 is cold for, uh, let's say, two people that used to work. Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I was completely, like, thinking of Star Wars and then now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, if you put rich, you rich. <laughs> and odd together you get yeah what I'm talking about I know you're talking yeah. about aka dick <laughs> <laughs> they were like ant and dick but even worse <laughs> yeah Although I don't know, because one of them's gone a bit off the um, off the boil. Ain't he in rehab? <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, he might be. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure one of them's in rehab. I didn't know this, so you know something I don't. I'm talking about. I am talking about Ant and Deck here, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I thought you meant. <laughs> One of one of the R two D two group were yeah. I thought you meant one of them was in. <laughs> hey, uh, look. <laughs> yeah, one of the deck is definitely in rehab. Like, yeah, the guy can't even do Britain's Got Talent anymore. That's that's a sad day, man. Well, yeah. Has how is like? Imagine you've like done your whole. You've had your whole whole career working alongside somebody, and then they're just not there anymore. You must feel lost. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's just deck. <laughs> you just can't bounce any ideas off of anybody. He probably just, he probably even just like in the middle of the show, just turns around to say something to someone, and they're just not there. Yeah, that's messed up. That is. Did you hear about um, the high school golfer that got attacked by a goose? <laughs> what? Yeah. I- I'm guessing this I mean, is America. I'm guessing this is. Oh yeah, it's it's, Michi- it's Michigan. Only America. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of news that we're getting these days with all the things that are going on in the world. You know, was it Grey Goose? <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a whiskey, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, is that a vodka? I think that's a vodka. No, he didn't get he didn't get fucked up by Grey Goose. <laughs> was he really just fighting himself? This, that's what this is really about. <laughs> <laughs> like that video I sent you that woman fighting a bus stop <laughs> I wonder how much of the listeners have actually seen this video yeah this I mean this drunk lady just starts ber- starts berating the poster on a bus stop like she's like it's a guy in front of her it's the it's the headbutt that kills me well like yeah I mean she headbutts that that poster pretty fucking hard like <laughs> I'm not gonna say I've never been too drunk. That I've thought of headbutting that poster. I'm not gonna lie; that, that has crossed my mind. But she just went for it. Like she did the she did what I've always thought of doing: <laughs> headbutting a poster. Because <laughs> it's plastic, like you know, you you can risk it. If it was like concrete, I'd, I'd probably have more sense but it's plastic so yeah I mean 
I don't know. Like I'm, a, I'm a bit, I'm a bit rebellious like that. I do weird shit like that sometimes. I'm not as bad as my mate. My mate who punches walls. He's like, he's got, he's got, a, he's got a screw loose. Like he, pun- he punches walls when he's drunk, he, even if it's concrete. He don't care. Uh, what, what football team do you guys support? Yeah, well, <laughs> that kind of, that kind of sums it all up. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sums oh, it all up. But yeah, this like no lie, this guy got like if you're talking about a pimp slap, this guy got goose slapped. <laughs> <laughs> like the goose came after him. It wasn't even like the goose like just, you know, he got in the way of the goose and the goose was like Ah It was like oh, yeah, that golfer is getting on my tits, mate. I'm gonna fuck him up. <laughs> and did he like Oh, the goose money or something. Like... <laughs> yeah, this was some this was some gangster goose. <laughs> he stole an egg. <laughs> Funny enough, it was near a goose nest, so that might have been part of it. There you go. Yep. There you go. And he took this guy down. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was running away from the goose, and the goose was like, he rugby tackled the goose. How big was this goose? Um, well, it doesn't look very big, but when the guy is upside down, it looks like he's doing breakdancing, but he's actually just been attacked by the goose and has therefore fell on his head. That's how powerful this goose was. <laughs> that's goose style. That's just Shaolin right here. <laughs> Method goose. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh! Listen, if you, ha- if you haven't seen this video, you need to go see it. It is <laughs> a killer. But talking about alcohol, is is a question for you on your your yeah. crazy night out, Mister Slinger? <laughs> women that say <laughs> women that say they drink so much they can't remember what happened the night before. Oh, yeah, this is a good question. Well, you ain't got the question yet, but I'm yeah. already interested. Now, are they talking absolute bollocks, right? Or is this an actual real thing? Crazy night, one of your crazy night outs. What are we talking here? Is this possible? So, alcoholic for, uh, amnesia. Is that possible? <laughs> so, for a long time, I thought this was BS. Right? Like, I thought this is any excuse for a girl to do something, some dumb shit. Come home and be like, I'm sorry, I did. I was drunk. I don't remember what I did. You know, that shit. And then it happened to me once. Okay, but uh, I mean, so, I mean, if she came home and said, I don't know what I did, I was drunk. Do you think I could give her alcohol and she'd remember? Like, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> How does it work? Oh, yeah. like some repressed memories, <laughs> mate. Like, people tell you what happened and you're like, no, I didn't do that, did I? And then suddenly, like, the fragments of memory start to fall back into your head and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you need you need someone to, like, remind you of what happened that night. Like, it's only happened to me a couple of times, but it does happen. So this is a real thing. And the thing is, I've drank a lot more. The time it happened, I've drank a lot more and nothing happened. I remembered everything. I didn't have a blackout. And then there's been a couple of times. And I, the funny thing is, it's happened more in my later life. So 
you know, now I'm in my thirties, like it's more kind of in my late twenties, early thirties where it's happened. So I don't know if it's part of old age or what, or, but then why with women does it happen more often? That's the thing I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I bet. I know what it really is. (laughs) 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 They probably woke up the following day, turned to the left and thought, oh, damn. (laughs) Who is that guy? (laughs) Well, I hope they weren't coming home and telling me for me or you that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no, definitely not. We were that person. (laughs) That's a good point. Yes, it depends on the scenario. Like, did someone say this to you? You know, I have I've had general conversations with women, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, you can have that night that you go out." It sounded exactly like this as well. Yeah, the night that you go out and you just drink too much, you can't remember what happened. Uh, Really? (laughs) So you remember to buy a kebab on the way home. (laughs) Get your keys out. Go into your house. Get undressed. Get into bed and wake up for work. But you couldn't remember what happened last night. (laughs) <laughs> really it's a good point it is a good point but this is another thing as well how you get home that is another thing that is a phenomenon in itself <laughs> the, 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 this is like the X-Files <laughs> <laughs> if, there, if, if there is like one thing that happens on a regular basis with me when I get really drunk it's how the f- that's this is the one thing I don't remember more often than not. How the fuck did I get home? <laughs> like somehow, I, I like I either found my way out of where I was, whether it was a bar, pub, whatever. I got an Uber. I got in the Uber. I got out of the Uber. I got home. That's the easier one. But I don't remember getting in the Uber at all. Or I walked home. And my nearest kind of, it's not really a local from where I'm now, but the local from where I grew up is now about a 40 minute walk away. I walked home from there for 40 minutes and got home, woke up this morning. How the fuck did I get home? (laughs) How did I get home? Like, I was crossing roads. I was, I got MACDs on the way. (laughs) That is crazy. Or I got chicken, you know, I went to the chicken shop and, and many times I wake up and the chicken, the, the food is just sitting there. I haven't even eaten any of it. I just got in, put it on the dining table and was like, yeah, I just need to lie down. <laughs> Do you eat it the following day? No, not chick- You can't eat chicken from a chicken shop the next day. That is, that is a no. <laughs> like anybody who does that, and doesn't end up ill, then you are lucky as fuck. That's all I'm going to say. Are you going to name and shame this chicken shop? Oh, they're all the same. <laughs> don't matter. Are we talking KFC as well? Is that is- KFC, yeah, all of that stuff, mate. You don't eat chicken the next day. That stuff will fuck you up. What about kebab? Can you do a kebab the next day? Have you ever eaten and done a kebab the next day? Have you tried? I've tried. I have. It's like eating your belt. <laughs> Yeah, a little hot sauce. That's some good milk. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I can't do it. Like, especially if it's just, you know, like I don't know if you have sauce on your kebab, but if you have like garlic sauce or hot sauce or chili sauce on your kebab, have you seen what it looks like when it's joint to that kebab in the morning? Yeah, 
after garlic sauce comes out the container, it's just never the same. Well, I could whip someone with some of that doner kebab and it would fuck them up. I could pimp slap someone with a piece of kebab. It would hurt. The kebab slap. <laughs> <laughs> That's a known technique. <laughs> that is a known technique. <laughs> that is crazy. I have to say, you're, that, that means that you literally have Jedi levels. What do you mean? To go out and then walk drunk through South London, right? Yeah. Is Jedi levels. You can't you can't <laughs> walk sober through South London. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how I get there. I don't know how I end up getting food on the way home. Like I mean obviously there's times where I don't get too drunk and that's an easy journey. Like, you know. I'm used to walking long distances, but when you're mashed out of your face, like why I decide, oh, the best thing to do right now is walk home is just beyond me. I don't know why I do it. Hmm, let me take the scenic route. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep, like, I've been wondering, looking at, like, what some funny questions, like, things that we could, like, ask each other, just random shit. Yeah. And this question keeps coming up, so I'm going to ask it because it's come it's come up time and time again when I've had a look. Okay, what? And why I'm, am I afraid? I just want, I, I just want to hear what you're going to say because it just every time I see it, I'm like, <laughs> why the, how the fuck is this a question? On one thing, it said this was a question in an interview, like for a job. Are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad at all. Like, it was in an interview, so it's not bad at all. It's just really fucking random. Okay. All right, shoot. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Thanks. A penguin walks through the door right now wearing a sombrero. What does he say and why the fuck is he here? <laughs> <laughs> a penguin walks through with a sombrero. Um, <laughs> you know, he'd have to give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, let alone that a penguin without a sombrero has walked through your door and has somehow come from the Antarctic or from London Zoo. I could... That's the bad thing alone. But but not only that, this motherfucker is wearing a sombrero like he's just been Mexico. Yeah. I could deal with a penguin without the sombrero. But, but the sombrero is <laughs> just making me trip right now. So I'm just thinking... Cause... You know, yeah, I, I don't know. I think we just probably like stare each other down for a while. <laughs> I mean, what does he say? If, if, if and what's the first thing that comes into your head? What what does this fucking egotistical penguin say to you? <laughs> I think we'd just chill and watch Netflix. We wouldn't even say anything to each other for like hours. <laughs> You're just like, bro, if he says anything to me, I'm going to flip the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would slap it if it said anything to you. But I'll just, we just chill and watch, like, Bright together. <laughs> so you, that's what you think? You think Penguins would, he would enjoy that? He would enjoy some Netflix? I think he'd enjoy some Netflix. I mean, you know, if, if he starts to get a bit jumpy, then just, you know, put some happy for you on or something. Maybe. <laughs> Put some happy <laughs> <up. laughs> like, you like you're treating him like a pet. Like, look at his, look at his fam. Fam's on the TV. I'd just be like, okay, look, 
Do that. What you seen on TV right now? Do that. <laughs> what if it came in and was like, bruv, I just had the <laughs> sickest time in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's just so much questions you'd have to ask. Like, why are you wearing a hat? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in my house? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get here? Um... How did you get in? <laughs> We're assuming he didn't break in. We're assuming, let's just assume, you know, that you're, you're one of those people that, like, old-fashioned, you know, you leave your doors unlocked, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not, let's not let's not assume he's a cat burglar. Leave your door unlocked in the ends. <laughs> You'd have to be some gangster penguin. You would have to be some gangster penguin. And he was like, "Yeah, just been to Senor Frogs." Where hey. this couple, this guy had this woman on the side of the stage, and he was doing some nasty shit to her. <laughs> <laughs> Cancun is a crazy place. <laughs> yeah, that that was. Let's just say what happens in Cancun stays in Cancun, <laughs> except for the ones that came back or something. <laughs> that is very true. Except for those ones. And that. Do you remember that? Do we have to send a disclaimer out before we start describing people? Yeah, probably not. Do you remember that American, that American people that came down? We was just probably on our last couple of days in Cancun. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that mature woman? Are we talking about what? There was a few. <laughs> she was at the bar. She was going nuts. American. No, I, what do you mean? Like going nuts as in she was just drunk. She was the one like serving drinks. It was like a, it was like a wild grandma. You must remember, I I and we was it was the night we was just going down to the bar to head out. She was at the bar. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, yeah, that 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 kind of put me off, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, like. Cancun was a weird place. Like, I enjoyed it, but it was a strange place. Yeah. I, I think I saw a midget. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was the kind of place where, like, like for American, like, they're just bringing all, like, it's like parents bringing their kids to drink, which is really weird. Yeah. Like, oh, you can, you know, you can't drink in America because of the, the age that you're allowed to drink alcohol. So, like, oh, but come to Mexico and, yeah, we'll let you drink. I mean, obviously, you know, it's not a big of a deal because, like, here it's 18, but it's just strange. Like, you know, they've, they've not come there on their own. They're, they have to come with their mum. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's... Even though they're 18. That's messed up. <laughs> in the in the club with your mum. Yeah, and the, and the mum's worse than the kids. That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> that is sick. So what's all this stuff with, about Facebook? Because I'm really confused. Like what? Like all I keep hearing every time I turn on the news these days, all I hear is Facebook getting just absolutely just trashed. So, so I think they just found out that Zuckerberg's evil. 
Like, we all knew it. We all knew it. It was only a matter of time. Now they found out he was evil. That, that's... Is this guy actually Satan? Uh, do you know what? Is that possible? If you look into his eyes, not, 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 not like I do it often, but if you do, <laughs> he looks pretty evil. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. All right, you've now just like, you've just set some firework off in my brain and now anytime I see Mark Zuckerberg on the TV I'm going to be looking into his eyes <laughs> do, do it I'm telling you You'll st- I'm going to be looking for evil look, look for the, the horn and the pitchfork <laughs> damn yeah I think I think from what I've heard I think it's a few data breaches and they're using people's data and all that data stuff to hear, um, you know this guy, the Mayan Lewis guy, the the one who does the money saving expert. Yeah, you know he's suing him, or oh, he's taking him to court. Should I say for defamation? Okay, let me let me just get my mind around this. The money saving expert <laughs> is suing Facebook. He's taking him to court, yeah, like for defamation because for about I don't know if it's a year or so or maybe longer there's been these posts going up saying like, oh, you know, Martin Lewis has saved these people money. And it's like convincing people. Basically, It's like fake adverts using his face and it's basically scams. Oh, wow. And he, he keeps telling Facebook to take him down, but they're just not doing it. Or if they are doing it, they're taking too long to get it down. And then by the time it does come down, like I say it takes a week to get it down. By that time, a new one's up. So it's like constantly he's faces on there and it's obviously messing up his reputation so he's taking him to court and if this one goes through imagine how many people are going to be suing him or taking him to court that's messed up <laughs> that's that's pretty messed up and i'm thinking like okay so the money saving guy takes him to court wins millions does does facebook then go back to him for money saving tips <laughs> Oh, jeez, it's like a vicious cycle. <laughs> How does that work exactly? Oh, jeez. Well, I don't think he needs to worry about money too much. He's got enough as it is, but it could ruin his business, yeah. It could ruin Facebook. Oh. I mean, not that I, give, not that I give a shit, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big face Facebook person. Is it time for something new? I don't know. Is Facebook dead? It's definitely not dead, but I mean, yeah, I think it is time for something new. I think we've had, you know, it started off with all the other ones, like the ones for younger people, like Bebo and, you know, MySpace for people that were more, you know, it was more music related, but then people using that as social media platform. And then you had Facebook. And then since then you've had like Instagram and Twitter and really nothing else has made it big. Probably since Instagram and Twitter, right? Or if it has, I'm just an old man. I don't know about it. <laughs> Unless you call Tinder social networking. Okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, Tinder and some of the dating ones. But, I mean, they're, they're you know, it's specific, isn't it? Yeah, Specifically. Yeah, um, and actually, I don't know if you remember Facebook in, back in the day, they had a similar thing where you would swipe or you would like, you know, like it 
picture picture of someone and then the kind of matching would happen actually i think even facebook started on something very similar to a tinder type thing where you you know you liked certain things and that's how it kind of started and then it built from there into a website that you know got all its money for advertising and added all the games to it and the groups and you know events and all the stuff that it now has but it did start out with something really really simple from you know if you watch that film I can't even really remember the film, but you know the the film about Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a rating yeah. system, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It all come from that anyway, really. So it's kind of like they've just taken that and turned it into like a dating app, really. Until catfish killed it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the film? I, I can't get it out of my head. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. Yeah. It is messed up. Yeah, that's that. That was that was messed up. Yeah, that, massively. That that was super messed up. But I mean, <laughs> on another <laughs> hand, <laughs> falling in love online. Hmm. Hey, you just brought up a good topic. How do you feel about that, people? <laughs> Well, I can tell you, I can tell you from not my experience, but from my friend's experience, I have two very close friends that are with people that they met online. Wow. In long-term relationships. One of them is engaged and is getting married. And the other one has been with their partner for, I'd say, probably a couple of years now. So, and are you, kind of so are you an advocate? Are you... Are you pro online dating or are you against? I'm pro for the people that have benefited from it. So I guess I am pro, but I mean, I haven't experienced it myself. I'm an old, I'm, I'm from the generation where you had to actually make a fucking effort to talk to a guy. <laughs> so I mean, like you couldn't just put a picture, write some, write a few lines and be like, yeah, um, got a sense of humor and you know i just want to meet a nice girl all that bullshit and then you know you meet somebody and then they find out you're a dickhead yeah yeah <laughs> or you put a picture up of yourself that is nothing like you in real life and then they meet you and they're like uh yeah you don't look like your picture bit like catfish but not as bad <laughs> exactly now this this is this is where i'm against online dating why are you against it like I mean, you could be talking to robots for all you know. Like, there's actually chatbots out there that you they have on these sites that you could be talking to. Yeah, but like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm talking to, to Julia from Kosovo, and it's really like C3P. I'm talking to C3PO. <laughs> what? First of all, why are you talking to Julia from Kosovo? Because chances of you meeting her are like one not point not one percent. I don't know. It just sounds exotic. <laughs> that is, but well, I, I won't call it exotic. But yeah, that's 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 yeah, that is some long term. Hey, like hey, I don't. Pal... I don't discriminate. I don't discriminate. Oh no, no, not do I. But I mean, I, I ain't going to Kosovo. Put it that way. So unless you're coming to London, <laughs> all right, all right, or or Debbie from Akron Stanley, right. <laughs> Akron Stanley. 
<laughs> oh, geez. I think I'm talking to her. You know, I'm getting to know getting to know her. I don't realize that she has like better English than the Queen. And then I say like, can we meet up? And it just comes out as Matrix code because she's a C3PO. Like I, I don't. It's just it's just too much to take. It's too much to take. Too much heartbreak. Not not like any of this happened though. Before. <laughs> but I guess you know you could like I don't know like one of you you could be single have friends who like oh you should meet you know you should meet Anna she's really you know she you'd get along with her really well blah, blah, all that and and they could show you some you know like the best of a thousand pictures that they've found the best one where she looks hot in it and then you see that and then you meet her in real life and she's like you think she's going to be like a 8 out of 10 and she's like a 5 at best <laughs> I mean, he said a five at best. Like, yeah, like the, the photo you got was filtered, like Snapchat. You know, she's got the one where they make your eyes look bigger and you know make you look like you're an anime character, and <laughs> like, oh, she's brilliant. And then yeah, you meet her and she's like, I think you're going to meet Chun Li, but she just ain't. Yeah, exactly. Ain't, ain't. And said so she's chunky. <laughs> Chunky Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my dear. That is that is the quote for the night. Chunky Lee. (laughs) Uh, Hey, some people like some chunky Lees, I'll tell you that. I I nothing wrong with a chunky Lee. It's just like that just came to the tongue because you were talking about Chun Li. Yeah. Like I've got like really what I mean is that she could look like Wurzel Gamage is what I'm really saying. <laughs> I'm old school. Like if you know you know, anybody who don't know who Wurzel Gamage is, write Wurzel Gamage in Google and trust me you wouldn't date it. Uh, you wouldn't date it. <clears throat> well, it's Wurzel Gamage is a man, so imagine if there's a woman version. Oh jeez. Yeah. I mean and he looks like a scarecrow, an old, like, haggard scarecrow. I mean, the name says it all. You don't. <laughs> yeah, this is a children's show from back in the day. Like, this is the kind of stuff that, like, would give you nightmares, but for some reason, your parents would make you watch it. Is 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 that person better looking than Alf? Alf, as in, like, the old school <laughs> Alf, who's meant to be like an alien, but he looks like a, like a bear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so if you added the fur on Twizzle <clears throat> Gamage, you wouldn't be far off. Jeez. That would pretty much be Alf. If you take off the hat and the straw, because he's a scarecrow, so he's got straw. That's a, that's a freaky looking woman. <laughs> I, I take Chunky Lee over that any day. Oh, yeah. yeah I've got no, like, i got, i got no, like, for me, preference, there's no preference with women. You, you, you either attractive or you're not. It don't matter what size you are. It don't matter, you know, whether you got big booty, small booty, big boobs, small boobs, curves, no curves. Really, it's just sometimes women just are attractive. Obviously, I'd p- prefer someone who's curvaceous, prefer someone with big ass and big boobs. But you know, I like the backtracking on that one. That was that was full on moonwalk. <laughs> Oh, I, for the- I like I like that one. I like that was that was good. That was good. 
Got no juvenile. I've got no pre- like women are attractive in many different ways, and you can't always end up with like you know not even that I'm attracted to Kim Kardashian. I'm not, but you know someone who's like curvaceous like that. Like you can't always end up with that. That's that's just not real life. It's is that even real? Yeah. So like is it you real? know like well no she ain't real she's <clears throat> probably took back fat and stuck it in her bum. <laughs> She got she got a back fat bum. <laughs> She's like, yeah. If you take it, if you take it from my back, you know where it's a bit chubby, and you stick it in my bum, then I'm gonna have a really really slim back and a big fat ass. <laughs> I don't, you know, I. What is this new, like infatuation with with this Kardashian family? I mean, did you say new infatuation? Like. <laughs> I, I mean, you as in, like, you got the kids now coming out. Kardashian kids. Well, I'm surprised they haven't got their own toy range. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like Lego, but Kardashian. Right. Or like, you know when you used to have like WWF? Well, you know, from my era, it was WWF, now it's WWE. And you used to get like, you know, the action figures or like the action figures like Power Rangers. Or, I'm surprised there ain't like, Kardashian action figures and it's got like Kanye and Kim and Chloe and then you've got the little kids I'm not surprised because they're that popular could you imagine how expensive that would be yes yeah, like I mean Kim, Kim, Kim would have to like detachable bums <laughs> prego Kim non-prego Kim <laughs> prego Chloe no, I'm pregnant, Chloe. <laughs> You'd have a Ray J. The <laughs> <laughs> Ray J action figure. Oh, you went there. You <laughs> went there. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. You know, just, just, just for the just, just in case this ever gets heard by Kanye, ever. <laughs> I'm on your side, brother. <laughs> Ray J had no right. <laughs> he came out with a song called "I Hit It First. Now, d- d- oh, dude, geez. just 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 let him, let him live in a happy home. You know, <laughs> they both got K's in their name, special K. Just leave them alone. Well, I, I think, you know, I think Kanye won. To be honest, Do you know what I mean. <laughs> What, where's like Ray J's career's not really done very he hasn't done very well has he and you know he's ended up on Big Brother Kanye's like one of the biggest selling artists in the world I think he won <laughs> you still there hello What's up? I be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to, I guess we should explain. Um, so the episode got cut off because <laughs> Mr. Dazzle's alarm went off and, cut, and for some reason that cut off our episode. So yeah, that's why you heard me like asking where, whether I was like talking to myself or talking to ghosts. Yep, 
and I have no reason to explain why I have an alarm that goes off at 10.20 p.m. <laughs> Maybe that's to wake you up, to keep you up. <laughs> that's, between, that's between me and the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we just wanted to wrap up the episode, like, you know, so it just didn't sound random that suddenly there's me just like going, Papa D, where you going? Where you going, Papa D? So, yeah. So, I guess, sorry, go ahead. Any more random than we already are? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, it, it just randomly cutting off probably wouldn't be that surprising, but, you know, we're just trying to be a bit more professional about this one. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I guess we were talking about Ray J and Kanye. Randomly got onto it from women's bodies, and then potential Kardashian and Kanye action figures, which I'm sure are out there. I'm sure we're literally just actually giving out factual information without realizing it. I'm going to do some research on this. Right, if there ain't a Kanye and Kim Kardashian action figure, I will be in shock. I'm sure they're there. Has this guy not thought of that yet? He must have. Yeah. Kanye's that type of guy. <laughs> he, he would want a little action figure of himself that he carries around. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he would have multiple versions of Kanye. In action figure form. The first one being College Dropout Kanye. Yeah. There'll be Monster Kanye, you know, like the devil version of Kanye. There'll be the God version of Kanye. There'll be narcissistic Kanye loves Kanye Kanye. Kanye Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Kanye graduation. I'm sure he's got all of these. There'll be backpack Kanye, you know, like when he was kind of repping his I'm a backpack rapper kind of, con you know, conscious hip hop, you know. There'll be gangster, gangster Kanye. <laughs> I'm, sure he, I'm sure he's thought of all this already. I'm sure this is either in the pipeline or he's already done it and he sells them in like Japan or something. Uh, if he hasn't, then you know we came up with this idea first. Right, just, just... this would sell. I'm sorry, it would sell. There are a million young people out there. There are millions of young people out there that are fans of Kanye West, and don't even think about the narcissism or you know how much he loves himself or some of the mad shit that he's done, and just love his music and would buy those action figures, hundred percent. Do celebrities even have action figures anymore? That's celebrities. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm sure like some uh, music artists have them. And then you've got to think of like the films and even if it's not them as in in reality, like say, you know, like a Tom Cruise action figure or a other, you know, like the, the actual the actual real person, but the, the, the characters they play are action figures. So essentially... Celebrities are action figures, aren't they? Who would buy their kid a Tom Cruise action figure? 
Um, I know exactly who would buy their kid a Tom Cruise action figure. Do you want me to tell you who? Yeah, 100%. I know who. Go ahead. A Scientologist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you just opened a can of whoop. (laughs) That is the only action figure they are allowed to buy for their kid. Um, I want a Kanye action figure. You will have Tom Cruise and you will shut the fuck up. <laughs> I want an action man. You will get Mission Impossible. <laughs> and like it. Mama heard Runaway. I loved it. I loved the beat. How, the f- How did you hear that? Oh, I went on the internet. You're not allowed to go on the internet. You're a Scientologist. <laughs> See, I don't know. This is This is a good topic. This is a good topic. How much about Scientology is fact or fiction? Uh, it's all facts. It's all facts. Yeah, it's all, well, <laughs> it's all facts in the sense of what has been told about it. But in terms of what is told within it, that is a whole different thing altogether because there's a lot of fiction in that. Because I heard the, the founder was a bit of a lunatic. The founder is Ronald Hubbard. I know too much about this. Like, I'm not a Scientologist. Let me just get that out of the... I mean, I'm, I'm hating on it, so I shouldn't be. <laughs> I'm not a very good Scientologist if, otherwise. But I know enough that you'd think, what the fuck, why do you know so much? Are you obsessed with it? Yeah, I'm a little bit obsessed with it because it's so interesting and it makes such a great movie. It's such a great story, but it is fucked up. But yeah, Ronald Hubbard, he is... Uh, a science fiction writer. He's wrote more science fiction. He's wrote more in t- fiction itself than probably anyone on the planet in the time that he was alive. And he created Scientology. So, so this guy wrote stories? Science fiction stories about aliens and stuff. And then he created a religion. Yeah. And most of them are celebrities. <laughs> no, most of them are not celebrities, but they have a celebrity center. I believe it's in California, and they recruit celebrities to essentially promote the brand of Scientology, if you could call it a brand, but to promote the religion and to make it look more luxurious. And you know, if if you know if Tom Cruise is here, you know if Tom John Travolta is here, why would you not want to be here? They've been successful and we can make you successful too. That's kind of the mentality of it. You know, they're utilizing them as icons of the religion. Now, I mean, for everyone out there, I don't know about you, but have you seen John Travolta lately? (laughs) (laughs) If that's what Scientology does to you, (laughs) I want no part. I mean, yeah, he's you know, I mean, he's got a he's got a unusual life anyway, and he's been through lots of things, including accusations of him being gay. But forget all that, and just remember where this guy started, and that actually, Scientology, whether or not you think it's a good thing or not, actually did help him in his career when he started out doing films like Saturday Night Fever and things like that and 
and you look at where he started and where he got to and yeah he might have fell off a few times and he's been in some shit films recently as well but the guy was a mega star he was a superstar you know in the movie world and since even with all the shit that's gone on i ain't seen it yet but he's he's in like a I don't know if it's a made-for-TV version, but it's, uh, you know, have you had a, you know, Gotti, the gangster? Yeah. Yeah, he's Gotti in the new, the new version of that story about the the real-life gangster. And it's meant to be fucking good. And what is this on Netflix? I don't know. I'm not sure. I need to find out where it is because, like, someone's, someone's telling me about it and I was like, well, that sounds like an interesting watch. Also, he was in the, you know, the, the guys that do American Horror Story, which I fucking love, the, they also did the O.J. Simpson story. You know the one where it's got all the stars in it, like it's got like Rob, um, David Schwimmer from Friends. It's got um, Cooper Gooding Jr. as O.J. Simpson, and John Travolta's in that as well. He plays a big part. He's one of the lawyers. So even though he's fell off, he's still coming back. Yeah, I think he should stay falling off. <laughs> I I saw him in one movie. I don't know what he was—an agent, something to do with Paris. He was bald. Oh um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I was just confused. Yeah, that was some crazy movie. I know what you're talking about. It's like a proper action movie, isn't it? Like, yeah, but, yeah. but it didn't make no sense. Like, yeah, it was. It wasn't. It, I mean, for, it was good for your eyes. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, it was just a load of. It was like a brainless movie. Like I saw him acting, and I thought I, I, I've never wanted to save someone before in my life. But this, this guy, this guy needs saving. <laughs> <laughs> Cut rehab, rehab. I'm just typing it in now because I need to remember the name of this movie. Uh, From Paris with Love. That's the one. 2010 guy is like bald as a motherfucker with a goatee. Yeah, see, those two things don't go together. Yeah, and he was he was also uh, in the movie was Jonathan Rice Myers, I think that's how you say his name, and he was the he was the guy that they were like working together, and like John Travolta was the nutcase in it. Confused. Yeah. Completely <laughs> yeah. confused. American Spy, the guy. But you know the mad thing is, like, I mean, obviously it didn't get amazing ratings or anything, but like you, you look at some films these days that have come out, they got a lot worse ratings than that. that like on an IMDb, this is 6.5 out of 10. Like, that's decent. 6.5? Yeah, that's, that is decent, isn't it? Like, like, I've seen much worse than that on films that you'd not expect to get lower scores than that. Or Metascore, which to me is like the real averaging out review. You know, it averages out reviews across the board to, to give it a score. It got a 42 out of 100, which is probably more... I think it more sits within the 50, 50 mark. And a lot of the reviews are 50, so that, to me, makes sense. What were these people smoking that rated this movie? <laughs> that movie was absolutely shocking. Wait, well, someone gave it a 70, you know. Two people gave it a 70, New York Magazine and Village Voice. I bet you the guy that gave it a 70, he, I bet you his name was something like Greg. <laughs> David. <laughs> Close enough. So I'm assuming he's Jewish by the surname Edelstein. Oh, okay, so probably Scientology as well. <laughs> probably. But yeah, I think the Scientology thing probably we need a whole episode to really unravel that one because 
there's a lot I can talk about about it, but you literally I'll be keeping you up all night talking about it. So maybe maybe that's where we start next episode, and I'll cover some of the crazy shit, and we can discuss it, and you can give me your opinions on it because like some of it, you know, how it's helped people is actually quite good. Um, but it's I don't think it's from a religious perspective. I mean, obviously there's the faith aspect to it, which is obviously important in any religion. Um, but the reason how it became religion, that's one like contentious point. And then obviously a lot of the things that's helped people is more around, you know, like the self-help aspects of it and personality aspects of it. And, you know, making someone kind of similar to the things we've discussed around PUA. Yeah. And improving you as a person and making you more able to be successful. That stuff to me is the essence of Scientology and really where a lot of the theories that Ron Hubbard, L. Hubbard came up with around psychology and stuff. And what he's done is he's just manipulated it into a religion, which again, I'll discuss in more detail next time because it's a, it's a lot of detail. But yeah, like that's the, that's the nice bits and then there's the fucked up bits. Yeah. And it, and it's been there from the start, but it got even worse when Ronald Hubbard died and David Miscavige took over. Dave, David the Savage. David, Mis- <laughs> <laughs> David Mis- Miscavige. Oh, because I am not following no religion where the main guy's called David the Savage. David. Sounds like like he like had, had a fight with Genghis Khan, didn't it? If you came with that. <laughs> <laughs> Of David the Savage, <laughs> head to head with Genghis Khan, killed a man with a sharp stone once. <laughs> oh my! That yeah, that is that is definitely a whole podcast in itself. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to talk about in that, and and it, and it will open up other things, like you mentioned, the celebrity stuff, you know, and the stuff around the science fiction and how it became a religion all that stuff. Like I'm, I'm really fascinated by it. And I've read a book, the, the book called going clear, which was turned into a documentary, which really exposes a lot of what happened there. And I've seen other stuff like, you know, like Lou Ferru, he, he done a documentary on Scientology as well. And I, I watched a documentary once where a guy actually infiltrated Scientology with a camera as well, without them knowing, which, you know, is completely forbidden. So yeah, I've seen loads of stuff. So I know quite a lot about it. And I've read stuff about it as well, so I know a lot about it that way as well. Yeah, that's that's what always worries me when when there's a it, it, there's there's a religion, but there's such a big secret around it. Like stuff that's a secret is never a good thing. <laughs> but this is another interesting aspect to it is that, and again, yeah, I, I like it's its own thing. Like it, it, it's its own show, but religion, certain religions, and how they treated people in the past have there's very similar um attributes that Scientology have taken if that makes sense so you look at like the catholic church and the things that they were accused of and um the way people were treated and you know where religion has led to people being killed or you know uh, being ostracized because they're not part of that religion. Do, do you get what I mean? Like it's more historical than, than present day, but it, 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 it's taken on very similar attributes. Yeah. And this is the kind of faith versus organized religion argument in my opinion. Like from my opinion, me, I'm more about the faith 
and you know believing in a higher power over it being about money and organized and you know yeah i agree i i'm the same you know i, I believe i believe in god um but i think that's a good subject actually faith over man yeah yeah cuz like i'm in the bible there's bits about not admiring like deities and statues and things that men have created yeah so it's even hits hits hit on in the bible but you ask anyone about oh no it's got to be a church and it's got to be all these beautiful buildings and statues and you know it's, it's yeah so i mean so it's a tough subject to talk about but yeah i mean it's it's just very similar you know scientology is all about money it's all about making money this is juicy stuff yeah <laughs> This is really juicy stuff. Kanye, yeah, so we, Kanye and Ray J literally got killed by... Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Scientology. I think Ray J got killed by Big Brother as well, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that, that will get you some some attention, but, you know, how are you meant to start... How are you meant to be taken seriously after that, after that you know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. And after you've made a sex tape with Kim Kardashian, you left you and is now a Kanye West who's a multi-million pound recording artist and has brought out like how many albums I don't even know off the top of my head like eight albums maybe seven eight albums and yeah (laughs) so actually Kanye is an interesting subject are we are we saying mad scientists or just mad like where are we on this I, I don't think either I think he's a genius you think he's a genius yeah He's an absolute genius. If you can be that egotistical and you can piss off that many people and be called, you Trump. know, what about him? <laughs> so be called Trump. That's, that's, that's literally like the Trump ammo. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, like, the, 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 it's a fucked up thing to say, but they have a lot in common. Yeah. They're they're both narcissistic. They're both egotistical, and they both believe that they can do and get away with whatever they want. So, okay, all right, fair enough. The the thing you said about mad scientists, I think I actually do agree with a bit of that. But I think to be a mad scientist, you must be a genius and a crazy person at the same time. Hmm, it's an interesting one. Or is that all part of it? Do you get what I mean? That would make him a genius if acting like a crazy person, like when he's done, what he's done at award shows and things, and when you know people were, um, I think there was some, uh, there's something around when there was like the floods and stuff that he went off on one, didn't he? Yeah, he said, he said Bush don't care about black people. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so these. I mean, I mean, to be honest, that's true. But <laughs> you know, I agree with him. But you know, to do it in a public space, and you know, especially in the US as well, it's like you, obviously you're going to be front page news. But good on him, to be honest. But yeah, some of the other stuff he's done, which is more petty, like at award shows and stuff. Again, isn't that just giving him attention? Isn't that making people talk about him? Does it matter if someone hates you or loves you, as long as they're talking about you? So you think? So you think that? Kanye is is a mastermind. 
He's a definitely 100% a mastermind. He might be an egotistical, narcissistic mastermind who thinks he's God's gift to the world, but he's still a mastermind. Hmm. Forget about Eminem, right? Because he's white. What other black rapper has been able to achieve what he's achieved? There probably is someone, but off the top of my head, I can't think of him. I can't think of him. Not on that level. Other you than, can... than Jay Z, probably. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, but, but he still isn't. TV. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And he still he, he still ain't even as outspoken as Kanye West. Yeah, and if you look at numbers, I don't know. Maybe he has sold more records than than Jay Z, but I know. Um, maybe Jay-Z sold more records than Kanye, but what I do know is that Eminem absolutely trounced Jay-Z in terms of sales. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, so... Jay- yeah, Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's an anomaly because he has... Obviously, Beyonce is one of the most famous artists from one of the most famous bands as his partner. It's kind of like a David Beckham, Victoria Beckham thing. But also, he... Obviously, I don't know what deal he made with MTV, but literally they show they used to show his videos, you know, like it was going out of fashion. Like, you know, Jay Z every Jay Z song was on MTV. You didn't see that with every you know, you had to go to like certain other channels or now you've got MTV bass and things like that to get other artists. Yeah. But back in the day when it was just MTV, that guy made some kind of deal. I don't know what deal he made. But obviously he's also talented as well. I'm not I'm not taking that away from him, he's a talented guy. But but who 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 talks about Jay Z in the UK? Kanye's worldwide. Jay Z is worldwide in some aspects. Like if you're a rap fan, but Kanye doesn't matter whether you even care. Even if you don't even like hip hop, you know who Kanye West is. Yeah, it's true. You could hate hip hop and you still know who Kanye West is. You could probably sing a Kanye West song, even if you hated hip hop and rap music. It's true. This is why I feel like Beyonce and Jay-Z is really a business deal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because she really put him on the map UK-wise. Yeah, with, I agree with you. With her pop career, you know what I mean? Yeah. And her talent surpasses his, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Come on, she's, she, she's loved by every race, every creed, yeah, every culture. But she's also mega talented. Great singer, great dancer, great businesswoman. You know, she moved out of a band and could have just fell apart like many people have in bands. And she just and 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 was she even was she even the biggest person in the band when the band was out? I'm not hundred percent. I don't really remember, but I don't I don't think she was. I Maybe she was. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not the biggest like historian on Destiny's Child, but. But I mean, her parents. Her parents did kind of make that band, so she was always going to be, you know. Yeah, I guess she's got like music people, family behind her who can help her succeed. Yeah. But she is mega talented, and she, yeah, she the is. music. The music she brings out is like just original. It's original in every way. Like, I'm actually not a Beyonce fan, though. No. No. <laughs> 
Like, I, I'm actually I, really intrigued. Why? I feel like she's she's kind of like Burger King. <laughs> How is she like Burger King? Do you know what I wanted to say? Whopper there, but I'm not. I'm not gonna go there. So she's, I love she's kind of yeah, I love Whopper too. Yeah. <laughs> she's kind of like Burger King though, like you know, like she has that have it your way kind of music. Okay, can it's you elaborate? Like, it's like she's not really gonna come out with something that's really edgy. Like she makes people music. Uh, I guess so. I guess for, so. for example, like okay, take take for example Kanye. Yeah, he had one album that I was like, "These beats don't make no sense." <laughs> yeah, I know that album. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was like, nothing is going together in these beats. The 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 the, the beats sound off. His rapping sounds crazy. Like, so, I'm wondering if it's the album. I think it is because it. I mean, everyone's obviously different with the way they hear music, but. Which one? Which album are you talking about? I'm just looking for it now in terms of the name because it's the one album that I don't really listen to much anymore. Of his, not that it's not good. It's just yeah, like I'm 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 music like I'm a musical minded person, so my beats need to come in a certain format. <laughs> I need yeah. I need it to be a bit four four. Like I can't, when it starts going all over the gap, I can't. Have, is it Jesus? Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think what. What tracks was on Jesus? So Jesus was the one where literally on the front cover it was just a blank disc. Because that was all over the gaff, like from as far as I can remember. So the tracks were, I'll tell you now. Um, where's the track list? So Black Skinhead, I Am God, yeah. New Slaves, yeah. Yeah. Hold My Liquor. That's the yeah. one, isn't it? That album is made for him and what and he he made that album as if he is making the album for the future like it doesn't make sense i know exactly what you mean yeah like like he's like some kind of like messiah who's just like like in years to come people are gonna like think this is like the best album ever yeah like there was there was there was you know when people talk about pushing the boundaries yeah. He had no boundaries. There's no musical boundaries in that. He yeah. just came out with some stuff and you was just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> now, you could never, you'd never see Beyonce doing that. You would never see Beyonce pushing that. that okay, she's, yeah. She's, yeah, okay. she's like fully fan base. She makes that Candy Haribo type of music. <laughs> but it's still edgy in its own way, I think. Because it's not, it's still it's it's got an aggression to it. It's got a passion to it that a lot of female artists that do R and B these days don't have. Oh yeah, well, but to be honest, like there's there's no are are there any good female R and B artists anymore? Really? <laughs> really? Like, uh, I, I mean, I Rihanna, can't think maybe. Of... <laughs> Rihanna, does she even make music anymore? <laughs> yeah, she. I, I mean, she has gone missing for a bit. But saying that, I don't really. This is the problem with me and music is that I listen to 
what things I want to listen to. I'm not really one who follows charts anymore or music video channels or anything like that. I just hear about something and then I'm like, yeah, that sounds interesting. I want to hear it. And and then I'll get the album. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean. There's no, you're not, you're not following a trend or anything like that. You're about good music. Yeah. And I guess Spotify and things like that have obviously helped that along where you don't need charts anymore. You can just search for an artist that you like or an artist that you've heard about and you want to see if you're going to, you know, if it's another artist you'd put on your iPod or on your iPhone or whatever. And you can do that now. You can just listen to one track and be like, yeah, yeah I want to hear more of this person. Or that was shit. I'm probably not going to listen to that person again. Shout out to Spotify. <laughs> yeah. And you can add Spotify songs to your podcast. So that's something we've got to try at some point. Yeah, that was a super plug. <laughs> you want us to plug anything on Spotify? Any new, any new things you're looking to promote on Spotify? Just let us know. We'll test that out, and if it's good, yeah, we'll promote it. Nice. <laughs> hey, hey, this is what it's about. Talking about music, though, like this generation music. What are we saying? What is going on? I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's always going to be music that I'll find that I like. But yeah, overall, it doesn't even compare to the music I used to listen to 10 years ago or probably even longer, you know, 15 years ago. Like literally everything in the 90s pisses all over what is out today. What, 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 so, what's, so what's going on? What's, what's, happening to, what's happening to good music? That's a good question. I think probably there's not as many people that bother anymore with trying to make it with music because there's a lack of album album sales. Everything's digital, you know. It's hard to make a name for yourself even if you're really talented. And then you've got all these talent shows on TV that obviously are just picking, you know, finding random people. And yeah, they might be talented, and but they're made to sing pop songs essentially you know and come out of what may be originality and creativity you know you get a few a couple that have gone through it and actually do make the best of it and say you know what I want creative control over what I'm going to sing and how I'm going to sing it whether I'm going to change it up it might be a pop song but they might make it original or they might do something original play an instrument or whatever but it's it's few and far between isn't it with these talent shows yeah yeah and I find it interesting that when you look back at all the ones that actually won it, uh, where are you now? <laughs> but then, but then, but then they they will they if 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 I was playing devil's advocate, and I'm like say Simon Cow whatever, I'd be like yeah, but have you seen the album sales that have come out of those people? Whether they won or not, if they were like in the finals, the people that have got really far in the competition have had fantastic careers like you know like One Direction and um, what's her name um, see I can't even remember their names <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah don't don't worry I'll wait I'll wait but you know, but you know what I mean like jeez um, oh, what's the boy band the other boy band not One Direction the ones the ones that like Jackie and all those lot were getting pictures with Yeah, this is this shows how well 
<laughs> How well these guys do. Uh, Are these the ones that sound like a Chinese takeaway? <laughs> like, ra- is, it, is it rack food? Rack food. Rack suey, rack shui, rack fi. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, so Shane Wall did quite well for a bit and then fell off. Leona Lewis. Oh, my God. He said Shane Ward. Yeah. Isn't he in Coronation Street? I'm sure he's in Coronation Street. He's got a career out of it. Leona Lewis, Um, yeah, she did all right. And then I think actually she's still making music, but yeah. Alexandra <laughs> Berg. <laughs> made quite a lot of money Little, uh, do you know who's actually I've got the one of the most successful ones Little Mix they have made bundles okay I'll give it It'll to Little Mix but if we take one step back to Alexandra Burke the, the last time I saw Alexandra Burke <laughs> she was on TV drinking a Slim Fast shake <laughs> so she's now the ambassador of Slim Fast well well I mean there's money in that right yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there'd be more money in albums. <laughs> All right. So this is this is this is the, the, like I'm not I'm not advocating for any of this, right? But I'm just telling you the stats so that you can kind of weigh up: is that saying that there is success in this or not? So One Direction, yeah, ten point seven million combined sales, yeah. Um, and they didn't even win. Oli Mers, 7.5 million combined chart sales. Oh, I can't stand that guy. Leona Lewis, um, 5.2 million combined single sales. Is it single sales? Yes. And her album's 4.06 million chart sales. Little Mix, 5.9 million combined sales. Um, that's their singles. And also 1.34 million in albums. So 7.2 million combined. JLS, that's the band. 3.7 million chart sales and 2.8 million album sales, so 6.5 in total. Just a couple of examples. So, yes, it's few and far between, but most of them have come first or second, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can honestly say I didn't listen to any of their music. <laughs> but... Nor did I. Okay, well, I heard some of One Direction's or Little Mixes because it's probably the ones that you hear the most. And I heard a little bit of Leon Lewis's and a little bit of Alexandra Burke's, like her first couple of singles that came out. But that's only because it was on TV or on a music channel or whatever. Or not that I was looking for it. So, so I mean, is this the future of music? Is it just factory created, no originality, Haribo stuff. <laughs> I think the future of music is similar to the future of um, all types of media, and it is f- f- like thick and fast and quick and coming at you, you know, from all directions, and pretty much similar to podcasts. Like, you know, that is essentially, you know, probably a step up from audio books. Audio books is a step up from books. You know, people can't be asked to sit down and read a book anymore. So it's evolved. Music similar, you know, music probably in the future will be like, if I want to watch an art, if I want to see an art, uh, listen to a song or whatever, I'll I'll get it whenever I want, you know, instantaneously through things like Spotify. 
Um, and Spotify, I don't know if it is at the moment, but I'm sure it will in the future. I might be an old man and actually this is already happening, but you know, it will reflect sales. It will reflect downloads. It will reflect listens. And that will be where the money is. So it'll be like, oh, um, I don't know, like like you're saying, Kanye. Kanye, oh, Kanye's got, you know, hundred million listens on Spotify. That's gonna mean money at some point. Instead of it being like how many albums you sold or how many singles you sold, it'll be listens. It'll be how many people clicked on it, how many people commented on it. I think literally, like that's just the way it's gonna end up. So the good old garage era where you can make some beats in your bedroom off playstation (laughs) that's literally gone then that's that's dead those er the the raw talent errors now cookie cutter stuff (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i mean people back in the day used to say that that kind of music was like cookie cutter like you know the that this is you know not real music they're not using real instruments so really that is was an evolution up from actually using real live instruments and you know, having to work for days on a song, whereas, you know, when you do it in your bedroom, you could do it in a few hours. You know, that's the next evolution up from that is, yeah, where it's all man, not manufactured because that's been around for years, but where, yeah, music is just going to be pretty shit. But I think Garage is on a revival and I think if you brought out a good Garage tune these days, I think it would do really well. See, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing for that. I'm pushing for, for the, gar- the return of Garage era. I think it will never die. I think Garage will always be around and, it, you know, people will always try and copy those songs. I think that, that's just the way it is because it's that type of music. It's, it makes you feel good. You know, it's quite fast. It's easy to, it's, it's, it's fun to dance to. It's all feel good stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's not much music like that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Just, that's that's 100%. Cause, all the feel good stuff now, all the happy stuff is like too happy and too, like, there's no dance. You can't dance to the beat. The beat is just like some little child, like some like it's like a kid's TV program beat. <laughs> Dancing to the Teletubbies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> With like some young girl singing over it. Oh man, I I don't know. It, it, it's this is it's actually painful to listen to to new era music. Yeah, so so I, painful. I, I agree. I, I mean, the art of rap, MCs are dead. <laughs> like beats are beats are like refurbished, sold back to you as the original. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it, crazy where we live in. I mean, do you even have lyricists anymore? That this this is another question. Do lyricists even exist? Yeah, of course they do. But yeah, there's not as many as there was. And I mean, it's, it's a hard, that's a hard thing to, to, that's a hard thing to like debate on because, you know, even even the best rappers in the world, how many of them are, are like true lyricists where, when I say the best rappers, I mean the people that are known, how many of them are truly like, you know, could actually like, Spit a freestyle. Do you, get, do you get what I mean? Could just drop something off the top of the head. Most of them write this stuff down and learn it, and that's music. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you say lyricist, that makes me think of like someone like um, 
Lupe Fiasco, you know, who just is a sick, sick freestyler, you know, or some of the battle rappers or, you know, Jay-Z's always said he, he can freestyle. So, you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, that's one thing he's always been good at. He can just come into the booth and just, just start spitting lyrics. Not that they're like some amazing, you know, they're not, he's not a wordsmith like Tupac, but, you know, he's got the confidence to go in there and just put together a verse off the top of his head. Yeah, I to mean, me that's lyricism. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we that's what we'd call a lyricist. But I mean, I most people it. are songwriters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. I, I heard I heard a line in a track. <laughs> I ain't gonna say no names, but <laughs> the line in the track went a little something like this. <laughs> just just to sum up this era of rapping. Yeah, the rapper said. I go green, green, green like asparagus. <laughs> what? <laughs> and for the for the what, listeners that know what I'm talking about, they know which rapper I'm talking about. He well, said, I go green, green, green like asparagus. Wow. I mean, I'm just wondering either I've just overlooked this because the song was shit in the first place, or... I don't know this. The craziest you know, thing is that the beat was heavy. And that's probably why these rappers could get away with it. Yeah, yeah. True. Get, that's get, get a sick beat and then go, hula, 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 hula. <laughs> that's, that's a hit right there. Record that. Record that. That's a hit. <laughs> a, B, C, D, E, F, G. That's a hit. That's a hit. <laughs> the, 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 that's the facts. Like, Sometimes all it takes is something really dumb and catchy and you've got a hit on your hands because everyone will remember it and people are like have don't have the attention span to learn, you know, the rap of a true lyricist or a well-written song. They'd rather just have a little catchy chorus beat and then the rest of it, they don't even listen to it. It's when they get to the chorus and then, and then they'll you know, chant the little line, the one-liner over and over again. It's like, yeah, this is a wicked tune. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's like. R.I.P. <laughs> Just remember, though, hip-hop never dies, yeah? Uh, I mean, it's on a lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hooked, it's hooked up to an IV right now, because, I mean, green, green, green like asparagus. Yeah, but that's not hip hop. I mean, Anybody that spits like that is not is not does not understand hip hop. Don't understand nursery rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> like Humpty Dumpty got it better than that. <laughs> oh, my niece could spit at least sixteen bars. What right? Like, so is green, green, green like asparagus? Does it rhyme with the next line? Because that line could be turned into something creative if. You follow up with something that actually, like, you know, you're like, oh, that is so dumb. And then he just, someone comes in and just like completely just bamboozles you with another line. <laughs> you know, you'd have to be one of the greatest rappers to um, drop an ice cold lyric that rhymes with asparagus. Like, um... like you'd have to be. 
Ice Cube mixed with Exhibit with Tupac's flow. In in the summer in the West Coast. Maybe he just means he gets angry. Like, I go green, green, green like asparagus. You know, like the Hulk, you know. Asparagus ain't never been that angry, angry. Green, 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 <laughs> like asparagus. I got beads on my Jesus piece, like an abacus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. okay. See now, here's the thing. Your line was better than his whole whole track. <laughs> so he should have gave that track to you. Put it that way. <laughs> well, I'll turn a shit line into a good line and do that. Well, that's one thing I'm I'm not too bad at. I was just thinking you was just going for the green, green, green giant. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought he was going for. I don't know, but. <laughs> oh, I just got to find something to rhyme with asparagus. It's not easy, but there are words out there. Asparagus. You can't put asparagus in a rap song or sound gangster. That's another thing as well. All I know about asparagus is it makes your piss stink. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. And he chose that, so. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrics and rapper names, you just, you just go, you know, you got to think about it for a while. <laughs> oh, rap names, that is the hardest thing. Yeah, I mean, geez. Um, so it's nearly as hard as podcast names. <laughs> nearly. <laughs> nearly. But I mean, yeah, when, like, when you come out of a name like Papoose, that sounds like a, a dead platypus. <laughs> Wait, talking about lyricists, that guy is a lyricist. He has to be of a name like Papoose. That, <laughs> that guy is fire. When, like, some of his mixtapes were just absolute fire. Didn't that guy do like a library, like he had <laughs> a tune where he just like starts banging out the alphabet, like yeah, yeah, he did. And rapping on every letter, like. Oh, but you see, even that, yeah. even that couldn't save him from that rapping name because <laughs> it, it didn't work out for Papoose, man. No, no, I'm sure he tried to bring out like a a commercial album. See, this is what and I don't know. I don't. Go ahead. Sorry. Go on, you say he's bringing out a commercial album. I was just saying, I, I think he tried to, like, but I don't. I think it fell through. I, I don't. I can't remember the whole story, but it obviously, it obviously didn't do that well because I can't remember it. <laughs> I remember he had a track of Joe. I, I think that was about about as commercial as I remember. The track with Joe. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't. Know- hey, this is Eddie Slinger, co-host of the Mental Liberation Podcast. Just wanted to um, apologise for um, our podcast ending abruptly. It's happened twice today. Just not having much luck. Um, That's going to be us for today. But we know that it's possible for listeners to leave messages. And we really want to hear from listeners. We really want to know your thoughts about the content you've been hearing so far give us constructive criticism you got anything nice to say fantastic if you got anything bad to say we don't mind ask us questions leave your opinions on the things we've been discussing whatever you like and we'll try and feature them in our podcast um 
we hope that you continue to listen to Mental Liberation. It's only our first few tries at the podcast. We're going to continue to try and improve the content, um, get some guests on and make it as interesting as possible. Thanks everyone for listening. That's me.